Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Hey everybody, back at the Bill Kasky Podcast. We're also video recording today too, so I'm going to be uh, navigating between the camera and the microphone. If you're listening to this and want to see how the sausage is made, as we like to say, I don't know what kind of insights you're going to get, but if you want to look at uh, something while you're listening to this, make sure you go to the YouTube channel, Bill Kasky, and you'll find it there. Uh, one thing before we get started today, I had Mark Tim on last week. Mark wrote, has written a book called Mentor to Millions. And he wrote it with Kevin Harrington, who's one of the original sharks on Shark Tank. And I didn't get a chance to talk to Kevin, but Mark is his co-author, and the book's really well written. It's about the idea of mentorship and how important it is to have a mentor. And I think sometimes we think we think of mentorships as something weak and something that, oh, we can do it alone. You know, look how tough we are. We don't need a mentor or a coach. And I think that's just wrong. And he points out a lot of areas where he's had mentors in his life, what it's meant to him. Uh, Zig Ziglar was one of his mentors, as you probably heard. So anyway, if you haven't listened to that episode, make sure you go back. It was last week. Today's episode, you know, when I think about the right content, and usually my content on this podcast comes from uh, situations in my consulting and coaching practice. I've got, I coach leaders, I coach sales professionals and business to business, and also CEOs and companies. And I'm always taking the content that they need and putting it into the podcast because I think that's the best way to do it. That way you're getting something that's relevant, that's real. It's not just me meditating in the middle of the Himalayas and coming up with topics. These are real topics. And the topic today of where are you taking your customer, uh, I, I wasn't sure whether to put it in the lead generation bucket or the sales process management bucket or the closing bucket, because I think it's important when you hear a podcast or anything from me or from anyone is to see where it fits. And this one doesn't really fit in any of those three. If it fits anywhere, I think it fits under the idea of positioning. How do you position yourself in front of your potential client in a way that causes them to say, I can't live without this. I can't do without it. And in a day when closing percentages are 10 to 15, 20%. I think a lot of the reason you don't close the other 80% is because they don't know where you're taking them. Jason Leister, who was on our uh, podcast here a, a year or so ago, and we'll make sure we put that in the show notes. Jason is a, um, is a marketer. He does coaching for uh, companies, helping with them with their platform. He said, it's kind of like a train. When the train pulls up to the station, and you are the train here, and all these passengers come out from, this, these are passengers here, come out from the, uh, from the station, and they get on the platform, they know exactly where that train is going. How do they know it? It's probably been announced. It probably is signs. There's, there's definitely a sign on the front of the train. So when you step on that train, you know where you're going. 
And I think it's the same thing with sales. And I like Jason's uh, metaphor of it is the customer is getting on your train. They're boarding your train, hypothetically, if, if they buy from you. Where are you taking them? It's easy when it's a train because you know there's a sign there. But what about you? Is there a way for you to share with them where you're taking them? And I want to talk about that today because I think there is, and I think sometimes we resort to feature and benefit selling, even though I know that's a, that's a kind of a term from the past. I still think we do it. Whenever you're called on by a sales professional, don't you feel sometimes like they're loading you up with features and benefits? I know I do. And so even though feature and benefit selling has been is old and antiquated, a lot of people are using it. So that's one mistake I think we make. Number two, I don't think we really know where we're taking them a lot of times. I think our focus is so much on making the sale and not so much on once the sale is done and we're working with them, I don't think we spend nearly enough time on that. I use the term, and you've heard, me, you've heard it here on the podcast, of living in the dilemma. I think we in sales are rushing to the close so quickly and it may not seem like that, but if, the, if you don't live in the dilemma that the prospect is having and understand the dilemma and understand what it means to, to them to get out of that dilemma, out of the pain, out of the malaise that they're in, then I think we make a huge mistake. So check yourself on that a little bit. Are you spending enough time in the dilemma? Which leads me to this idea that you have to know where you're taking them. It's not enough to say to the prospect, hey, where do you want to go? What do you want to have happen? What's your ideal outcome here? How is a prospect who doesn't buy, let's just say, commercial insurance or dental office uh, you know, uh, rehabilitation or refurbishing, if they don't know what it looks like, how do you expect them to answer that? They can't. They can't answer it. That's you. You're the one that has to help them answer that. And I think these sales trainers of old are always like, well, you got to ask your customer, ask them where the pain is, ask them where they want to go, then craft a solution to help get them there. Well, that's old. Why would you do it that way? I'm okay with asking them questions. What would be your ideal outcome is a fair question, but it can't stop there. You're going to have to say, look, in, in the event you work with me, and you've heard me use that terminology on here before, in the event you work with me, let me tell you what it looks like. Here's what happens first, second, third, fourth, fifth. They have to have a clear understanding of the process that you're going to take them through. The second thing you have to say to them is, in the event you work with me and you follow this process, here's what life is going to look like. I think you're in the business of transformation. Now, it may be in a niche. It may be that you're selling something that's kind of small. You're not selling things that are going to transform their business or transform their lives or their wealth. You may not be in a big transformation business, but you are in a transformation business in your niche. You are selling transformation. Everybody else out there, your competitors are selling products and services. Why would you do that? Why would you, why would you default to that game? That's an ugly game. That's a game where at the end of the line, keeping the train analogy, is, is just commodity pricing. It's what's your price versus somebody else. Oh, you know what? You're 20% low. We're all guilty of this, by the way. We're all guilty of it. So I want you to think a little bit about this transformation in your niche. And the way I want you to go about it is I want you to answer a couple questions. Number one, what is the ideal outcome? Think about the train analogy that Jason uses. 
What, where are you taking them? What does their life look like? Their business life, their personal life, their financial life, their accounting life, whatever life you're involved in. What does it look like when it's done? When your work is done, it's delivered, it's used, it's measured, they're ecstatic. What does their life look like? Here's an example that I will use if this helps you. We have a program called the 2X Group. It's for business-to-business salespeople. It's for people earning $100,000 a year and more. Uh, It's a one-year small group coaching program, and it meets a certain day of the week, and there's audio, and there's all these things that come with it. But that's not what people want to know when they talk to me on the phone. They want to know, what's at the end of the line? And so what I do when I talk to people, if you ever call me and and are interested in it, this is exactly what I'll do with you. I'll say, look, tell me a little bit about where you are, what you want to accomplish, what do you think standing in your way. I'll give them some thoughts, give some free advice, free consulting. But at some point in that conversation, I'm going to say, well, look, in the event you do this 2X group, here's what happens logically and from a time standpoint. But what else happens is I want you to wake up a year from now, and here's what I want you to see when you look at your world. I want you to see confidence. I want you to be able to go to any situation that you're in, high-pressure stakes, low-pressure stakes, and feel like, I got this. I got this. I know how to interact with this prospect. The second thing I want you to take is I want you to take clarity. Just think about if, if you knew exactly what actions to take to get exactly the result you want, think about how less burdened you'd be in life. Think about the, the uh, possibilities for you if you were clear about where you were going, you were clear about how to get there, and you had somebody alongside you to guide and coach and to mentor and to be around and be part of the journey. That's where I'm taking you. It might be 2x income. It might be 5x income. It might be 1.6x income. It's not the income alone. It's what are you going to be as a human being when you're transformed? So that's just an example. You have to do it for yourself, though. You have to say, what does your customer's life look like when you're done, when you've executed your value and when you've delivered? What does their life look like from a psychological standpoint, an emotional standpoint? Could be a financial standpoint if you're in the business of saving or earning, making people money. But until you do that on your own in, a, in the quiet of your office with a clipboard, how about that? My handy clipboard. I love clipboards. Until you do it for yourself and really look and say, where am I taking this person? Now, the question always comes up, well, what if they don't want to go where I'm taking them? Maybe they're not a prospect. Maybe you have to find somebody who, when you tell them where you're taking them, they say, my God, I've been waiting for you for 20 years. That's where I want to go. How quickly can we get started? That's what you'll find. Because now, guess what happens? When they go back to the other vendor or somebody else, or maybe they're thinking about another program, usually when people call me, they're looking at a couple other programs. The other person is not telling them that. The other person's talking about you get this document, you get seven videos, you get 19 audios, you get me, you're coaching 30 minutes a month, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? That I only care about that to the extent that I know that if I do that, I'm going to end up in a different place. So try that on. Get your clipboard. It has to be on a clipboard. No. Get a piece of paper and just start listing 
and I, I would write it out longhand, just mind map it or just put some bullet points alongside on the, in the left-hand column and just start to think, where am I taking my customer? What does their life look like when I'm done with them? All right. I hope this has helped. If you want to learn more about some of the work that I do and how you might be able to get in touch with me, you can go to Bill Kasky, C-A-S-K-E-Y.com. And also go back and listen to that Mark Tim special and uh, do this exercise. I think you'll find that it will it will inspire and invigorate you because you'll you'll now be able to go in and say, I've got something different. What's different is where I'm taking you. I might sell the same exact thing as everybody else, but I'm taking you here. You want to go here or not? All aboard. See you. Bye.